ladies and gentlemen, this is Ryan Pig. And this is Eddie Firth. It is Wednesday night, November 20th, 2019, and on this night in history, we are roasting the greatest women in history. Yes. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Just remember that one was on you guys for not cheering for women. Because we're roasting the greatest women in history. Yeah. And we're celebrating our five-year anniversary. We've been roasting Woo. dead people for five years now. Yeah. Is there... We're maniacs. <laughs> we're something. You're something. Is there anything that you've learned over the five years? Yeah, I just think it's unbelievable that over all this time, it's still difficult for me to retain simple knowledge about history. Benjamin Franklin invented America. Is that right? Sort of. Okay. You're close. I'm getting he was it. there. He was it's there? It's also difficult for you to remember jokes, apparently. Yes. <laughs> In the five years we've been doing the, the one... Look, I... God, this, this show has been such a big part of our lives. The one thing, I get this question a lot. Uh, so we've turned this show into a series on Netflix. Has anyone seen the Netflix series? Cool. Has anyone not seen the Netflix series? I see that you're raising your hand. Applause helps a little more. I appreciate the nonverbal cue so that no one else... This is usually the time where I would tell you to just leave and go watch it. We need the ratings. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing here, but thank you. So people will often ask, what does it take? This was the big takeaway for me, what I learned. People say, well, Eddie, what does it take to get a show on Netflix? It costs about 30 grand in two relationships. My current girlfriend hates that joke because she can count to two. <laughs> but it's weird. This, is, this has been, you guys don't understand. When we started this show, we were just unpaid interns at a club. And now we're unpaid comedians at a club. Yeah. Because we're dressed like this, we're getting paid 30% less tonight. <laughs> It's sad because it's true. <laughs> we found their limit. It's a patriarch. It's an equal pay it's joke. A, we're the patriarch up here. Oh. <laughs> Guys, I did my own makeup. Are you kidding me? You can tell Ryan did his own makeup. In the dark while driving. Should have turned. I will be light. honest. This thong is more comfortable than I thought it would be. I'm kidding. I'm not wearing a thong. I'm wearing no underwear. I'm going commando. They're going to wonder the rest of the night how true that is. Yeah. I do. We look great. Uh, you have to admit, Rosie the Riveter had better arms than both of us. Yeah. <laughs> right? You look. Do you want to do the pose? Yeah, let's do the yeah. pose. She wasn't holding a microphone. You look, you look more like Rosie the Rabbi, though. <laughs> you look like Rosie the I'm going to die alone. Yeah, that's that hurt. <laughs> I like that, I, sir, I appreciate that you thought that meant he was actually going to die alone. Because we don't know, it probably. Uh, we look like a cafeteria lady's family. We look like we've adjusted well to prison life. Yeah. <laughs> we look like if the witness protection program was phoning it in. <laughs> yeah, just wear a lipstick, it'll be fine. We look like we are both mid-transition, but going in opposite directions. <laughs> you look like a confused pirate. You look kind of like you would give out a, a free wax and a hand job with every car wash. You look like a sweatshop's lawyer. <laughs> I wonder how much they make. Um, 
I actually know I know I know actual women who can grow more facial hair than you. Another mean one, I get it. <laughs> you look like Harry Potter goes to jail. <laughs> I feel like that's a hidden compliment. I'm Jewish. I've kissed cousins who weren't as pretty as you. you again, you're gonna wonder, am I wearing underwear and did I kiss my cousin? No and yes. But I am pretty, is what you're saying. Look, if I'm being honest, this outfit kind of compliments your figure. That's funny. I was just, I was just thinking the eyeshadow compliments your eyes. It really makes them pop. Fuck them for a second. The last <laughs> what's five up? years. Yeah. Stop. Leave us alone for a second. We'll be right back. The last five years have really meant a lot. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've just never seen you this way before. It's very. Uh, I've only seen you this way in my dreams. <laughs> I love you. I see you. You had peppers before the show, huh? You tasted the garlic? <laughs> Just for you, buddy. We're back. Hi, how you, how you guys doing? Can I be honest? It what? <laughs> Wait, say that, say that out loud. If you're going to say it. Whose was? Oh, I thought you said Eddie looked like a homophobic ant, which would have been yeah, probably the like, best roast joke so far tonight. I was like, boom, Thank you roasted. For that. I can lift nine times my own body weight. Um, accidentally that's the best an, roast joke. That's an insect joke. Um, should we... You want to bring out our guests of honor? Are you guys ready to meet the greatest women in history and then watch them <laughs> trash each other? Awesome. Let's get this started. Please welcome to the stage Amelia Earhart. We found her. Keep it going for... Is Marilyn Monroe here? She'll come later. Oh, she's is here. Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, bring her out then. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. Coming at you, it's Cleopatra. Keep it going for Maya Angelou. Big round of applause for Lucille Ball. Keep it going for Harriet Tubman. Not too loud, it's Helen Keller and Ann Sullivan. <laughs> follow my voice, follow my voice. And ladies and gentlemen, Marilyn Monroe! Right behind Helen Keller, which is weird to say. I don't even see our last, we have one more. Welcome to the stage, one of the bravest, toughest women I know, Anne Frank. Anne Frank, is she? I can't find her. Is she, guys, calm down. I can't, is she hiding? She's very good. I'll send a few people Anne to find her. Fr okay, hold on. Knock on a couple doors. Guys, I'm half Jewish. I got this. <laughs> Do they have a signal? No. <laughs> We're doing those jokes. Uh, wow, look at this. Oh! Last time that happened, it didn't go so well, but this is good. <laughs> Bring her, make her come up here. Don't worry. Give it up for Anne Frank, everybody. <laughs> Front row, Anne. Right up here. Things will turn out much better, I promise, Anne. Anne Frank, ladies wow. and gentlemen. 
I've been to this march before. <laughs> this looks like this looks like Disney's Hall of We Still Haven't Had a Woman President. This looks like an all-female reboot of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I would watch that. This is actually, this reminds me of my new favorite Broadway musical, Menstruation the Musical. It's a good one. You guys should see it. Okay, I'll go with my second option. This looks like a PBS reenactment of my favorite documentary, Ken Burns Presents Menstruation. No menstruation jokes. Fine. Then why am I wearing this tampon? This looks like uh, the History Channel's version of The View. Ha! <laughs> they watch The View. They don't watch musicals. <laughs> I feel like if this roast goes longer than an hour, we're all gonna sync up. <laughs> this looks like if the L Word show was about time travel. <laughs> What's the L stand for in time travel? Uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, did, I did study each and every one of you in school so that I could get an A. And looking around, I see some Bs, some Cs, and a couple Ds. <laughs> So in this joke, you have A cups, is what you're saying. I am currently wearing a bra, tampon, and a jockstrap, yes. Oh. I'm wearing one of those things. <laughs> Are you guys ready for your very first roaster of the evening? Uh, I'm very excited to bring this person to the stage. She made history by setting several aviation records, and in 1932, you're already excited. That's good. You knew who it was. And in 1932, was the very first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. However, in 1937, she disappeared while on a, uh, a trip around the world. So she got lost, and she didn't ask for directions. <laughs> Julio's doing me well tonight, guys. I'm just going to deliver them all to Julio. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Amelia Earhart. we go. Uh, for starters, I didn't become a pilot because I love flying. I'm sorry. Was it Julio? Nice to meet you. It was because in the 30s, the only legal way to go down on a woman was over international waters. That's right, I'm a lesbian. Ah! And I'm just here because I'm sexually frustrated and they brought me back. <laughs> Watch out, ladies. I'm here for all of you. Ooh, speaking of all of you, you guys look beautiful. Yeah, every single one, except for you, Cleopatra. Yeah, whew, I mean, yikes, right? People think that Cleopatra's beautiful, but if you actually see the first photo of her, she has a huge forehead, a giant chin, and a big sloping nose. She's two horns away from looking like Anne Frank's dead mother. <laughs> Fun fact, did you know that mummified vaginas were the very first pocket pussy? It's true, they were a little dusty, but they did the job. Uh. Cleopatra actually had six kids. Wow, six kids. Her vagina is so big, Harriet Tubman could hide slaves in it. Wow. Maya Angelou's here. And you were once quoted as saying, I've learned that people will forget what you say, and they will forget what you've done but they will never forget how you've made them feel. And you're not gonna forget how I make you feel tonight when I go down on you. Ah, ha, ha. You're gonna remember me. 
Maya has over 50 honorary degrees. That's almost equal to having one white person degree. <laughs> Naya, it's okay, Maya, Maya. You look like the worst part of trail mix. It's fine. <laughs> Lucille Ball, oh, right next to a Lucille Ball. Actually, Lucille Ball was the very first woman to head a production studio, right? Yeah. Too bad she won't be the first woman I go down on tonight. Ah, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. I'm coming for you, Big Red. <laughs> I'm gonna rub your baby bunkers with my tongue. Uh, yes. <sighs> Marilyn Monroe's here. <laughs> There's so much sperm inside Marilyn Monroe. Even I don't want to go down on her. Oh, <laughs> gross. I mean, it must not have been too bad when you saw JFK get assassinated, though, right? Because you were used to seeing his head explode on you before, right? It's true. Marilyn Monroe killed herself by suicide. She OD'd. This is a little fact in Los Angeles. Su yeah, Julio. Mm. Suicide rate doubled in Los Angeles after she commits suicide. So. Since you're here, if you wouldn't mind doing it again, because I know some shitty people in Los Angeles who might just need a little nudge to try it. <laughs> and Frank, I read your, there you are, I'm so sorry. She's so tiny. I read your diary on Amazon. I gave it two thumbs up, followed by the rest of my fists. Yeah! <laughs> and Frank's vagina is tighter than a train ride to Auschwitz. <laughs> Yeah. I know, I know she's only 14, right? But if there's hair on the field, play ball! <laughs> no, 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 no. She was too malnutritioned. I don't know if she can grow hair. I don't know if I can do this yet. Jury's still out. We'll find out later if I can get to you. Helen Keller. Helen Keller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Helen Keller is blind and deaf, or as I like to call it, Roofied by God. <laughs> when I fist you later, it'll be the first time you're ever able to answer the question, how many fingers am I holding up? It's gonna be five! <laughs> Helen Keller is basically just a sex doll that fights back. No, seriously, if a tree falls in a forest and Helen Keller's there, did anyone rape her? <laughs> Ann Sullivan's here. All right, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> uh, Harriet Tubman, I'm a lesbian, so lynching means something different to me. It means hanging from a tree while Jane Lynch fingers me. <laughs> yeah. Harriet Tubman's pussy stinks so bad I can't tell the difference between her pussy and the backs of her lashes. You know, because she's gotten scratched. Yeah, her pussy's so ashy, it looks like Anne Frank's relatives. <laughs> Seriously, did you hear that Julia Roberts was trying to play you in a movie? What's that? I mean, I get it, because, I mean, Julia Roberts was in Ocean's Eleven, and, I mean, obviously, Harriet had 11 of her relatives die while they were trying to cross the ocean, so it makes sense. It's okay, Harriet, it's okay. 
I'm still gonna eat you out from here to Canada. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Amelia Earhart, everybody. Wow. Uh, next up, next roaster is a 60s icon. That's right. We're going from uh, Amelia Earhart to Airhead. Uh, she is Marilyn Monroe. She's, okay, listen, some of the jokes tonight are going to go over Marilyn's head, which is scary because when JFK got over Marilyn's head, she committed suicide. Give it up for Marilyn Monroe, everybody. Hello. I spilled a drink on my dress, but it's not the first time my crotch has been wet on a stage. <laughs> is it anyone's birthday? Yes. Whose birthday is it? Hey. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. This is the only thing I can really do. I don't care if your husband's with you. If he's rich enough, I'll fuck both of you. Thank you. You guys are a great audience. People thought I only made it because of my looks. He even called me an airhead. It's not true. I was a triple threat. I could sing, dance, and suck dick harder than the abortion vacuum that sucked out my Kennedy babies. Yeah, the great thing about the afterlife is I get to hear what all my exes say about me now. It's awesome. John F. Kennedy, he tells everyone the sex with me was so amazing it blew his mind harder than the man who shot him in the head. I don't know much about any of these women. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I only study women who are actually attractive, so. Cleo, you're all right, girl. You're a bad bitch. Although I can't believe you fucked Mark Anthony. That's you and J-Lo, what the fuck? He's not even hot. You killed your, your brothers. You were an incest baby. That's cool. I can get down on that. I mean, whatever you have to fuck to move up, right? No? Do you guys need me to sing again? People said I was like the girl next door. Can you believe that? Do you guys live next door to whores also? <laughs> I wasn't really the girl next door, but I was a whore. Which one of you is the poet? You. I can spit bars too, did you hear that? Um, Maya, you're pretty. You had a famous quote. If someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Sorry, uh, Helen, that's not gonna work for you. You can't see shit. What the fuck are you wearing? Did you dress her? She dresses herself? Do you poke her hand like that all the time? That's how you communicate. That's why she's successful. Without you, she's just yelling at doorknobs in the dark. It's true, I don't know your name, and you're not pretty, but. How does she learn to stick that finger out? If you do that, a guy will come along and sit on it, but you still won't get cast in anything because you can't talk. 
Can you make any sound? What does she sound like? Let me hear you. <laughs> you sound like a dying bird. <laughs> I thought you'd sound more gargly, like you're swallowing Kennedy cum. You guys hate Kennedy jokes. Have you all fucked the Kennedys also? Harriet Tubman, I know about you because you were in charge of that underground railroad. And I know about trains. Lots of guys have run a train on me. <laughs> and I can relate to you and Frank being trapped in the attic. I have been surrounded by wood my entire life. There's just a lot of talented people here. Lucille Ball. It's hard for me to make fun of you. It's also hard for me to wear this much jewelry. Cheap, gaudy shit in the afterlife <laughs> sticks together. I bought this from the Helen Keller jewelry line. <laughs> also these fake tits. You're talented, it's hard to insult you. What are, Hel Helen, do you have money for me? Then don't do that. Are you a president? No, she can't talk, I keep forgetting. I thought Harry Truman was coming. I was so disappointed when I found out it was actually Harriet Tubman. I was hoping to fuck another president. Where's Eleanor? Roosevelt. She didn't come? Good, I wrote one joke for her. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, there's a lot of talented people here. Obviously not Helen Keller. Cleopatra, you didn't really do anything. You were a queen, but not really. You had no power while you're an incest baby. What are, why are you here? Did you build the pyramids? I like your bracelets though. Do I have any more jokes about anyone else? Did I miss any of you? Oh yeah, you, the one that flies. <laughs> Do you have a dick? You, you confuse me, because if you were a boy, I'd be into you, I think. But then you, okay, well I like to get high just like you. Anyway, in closing, um, some people think I killed myself. Some people think I was murdered. You guys, I can tell you honestly, I killed myself. It's true. I was found naked in my bed holding my phone. So I just want you to know the suicide hotline does not work. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Good night. Keep it going for Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> I'm not going there. You forgot my fan, by the way. You what? My dress was supposed to blow up. Oh, that's right. Can someone come sit under my skirt and blow? Any volunteers? <laughs> Any volunteers? <laughs> What's your name, ma'am? Iris. I like it. Big round of applause for Iris. You Iris. You're not going to come do it now after all that? We need... It's a likely excuse. There I can't get out. That's what Anne said uh, in the attic. <laughs> no, I was dragged out. You know, if they, everybody gives you a tough time, Marilyn, but honestly, you're, you're one of a kind. Thank you. And one of a thousand that the Kennedys had a threesome with. Oh, but we were good at the Monica Lewinsky joke. Fuck, you guys are so fucking weird tonight. 
Is it the makeup? Is that what's throwing you off? You're really not sure? Was that the deaf blind girl? Yeah, she doesn't know she sneezed. She just came. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to bring up our next roaster. She is the only royalty here tonight. She was the last ruler of Egypt. Uh, she had affairs. Is it because it's Egypt? Was Egypt? Okay. The last pharaoh of Egypt. No, I didn't. I don't know what it was then. Uh, the last pharaoh of Egypt who had affairs with Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony to consolidate power. She's one of the most cunning leaders in the history of herstory. Oh. Julio, come home with me. Please welcome to the stage, the stage Cleopatra. Hi, um, hi, I'm Cleopatra. <laughs> okay, you're obsessed. <laughs> you're obsessed with me. Um, I am the product of incest. And when I found that out, I was just like, wait, that's hot. <laughs> um, on history.com, uh, it says, that there's evidence that I wasn't physically striking uh, and that it was just my speaking voice. Uh, <laughs> and like my like irresistible charm that made me so desirable, even to my brothers, who I also married. <laughs> and then I killed them. <laughs> Go off for me. <laughs> oh, Helen Keller. <laughs> They said you could um, distinguish people by the vibration of their footsteps. And I mean, I could also distinguish people by their vibrations, but instead of footsteps, penis. <laughs> Go off for me. Um, but yes, Helen, you were the first uh, deaf, blind person to earn a Bachelor of Arts degree. And to be honest, I don't know which one of those things is more useless. Go off for Helen. <laughs> um, Helen, there are a lot of pictures of you um, looking out of windows. But what are you looking at? <laughs> and um, when you taught her the word for water, were you like, oh, fuck, what have I done? <laughs> That's all I have for you guys. <laughs> And I want to talk about your love life um, in your little scrapbook. Um, <laughs> uh, you say you kissed Peter and then you were like unsure, like, did you like him or was it just like the confinements and like, maybe he was just like around? Like, did you think someone else was going to come along? <laughs> Go off. Um, yeah, in your in like your your novel, you were saying like I want to be useful or bring enjoyment to all people, even those I've never met. And I have to say, your book was funny. I was laughing the whole time, <laughs> especially when you were like bummed about having to leave your cat <laughs> to go into hiding. Like, no offense, but I'm sure your cat was like pretty chill. 
about not joining you. <laughs> but I, I will say that they said you suffered from mood swings. And I'm like, duh. <laughs> you lived in an attic. <laughs> like, I had to fuck my brother. Like, they can't expect you to have it all, you know? <laughs> Harriet. Um, I just want to say, um, before I say anything, um, my slaves that I had were slaves, so I can say this. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, uh, you and I were so similar. We both loved dramatics. You were like, bye, I'm gonna go escape violent white men. And one time I hid myself in a carpet to surprise my lover, Caesar, and it was actually pretty hot. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> uh, you were the first woman to lead an expedition during the Civil War. Go off. Yes. But like, I guess like at any point did someone ask to speak to your manager, you know? Just that thought. Um, after a violent head injury, you began to see visions and, and vivid dreams, and you said they were from God. And we all know that kind of inspired the Disney original series, That's So Raven. <laughs> Raven Simone would have like visions about lunch and stuff. Oh man, Amelia Earhart. Oh, the first gone girl, right? <laughs> when you were a kid, you kept also a scrapbook of uh, clippings about successful women in, in predominantly male-oriented fields. I thought this is such a bummer because you probably died in a field. <laughs> Oh, these are not that great. <laughs> uh, you, were a sports, you were a spokesperson for Lucky Strike cigarettes. And you want to know what's not lucky. <laughs> Getting sucked into the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it's wet now. Oh, man. I did find a quote from General Lee Wade, who flew with you in 1929. And he said, she was a born flyer with a delicate touch on the stick. And all I wrote was, not okay. <laughs> That's all I wrote down. <laughs> oh, Maya Angelou. Yes. Um, so you became a poet and, and a writer after a series of occupations. You were a cook, a sex worker, a nightclub dancer, performer, and, and, and then a poet. I kind of just want to say, like, it, it's cool that you're writing poetry, but maybe it's just like a phase. <laughs> Um, you've been quoted as saying, I have no skeletons in my closet. In fact, I have no closet. But th that's chilling, right? Because what's even worse is Anne Frank is literally right here, and she would have done anything to just live in a closet. <laughs> but I mean, like, make out with a boy she's, like, not sure about. And, like, I had to fuck my brother, so, like, <laughs> go off. <laughs> mm. This is, this is a strong one. Um, <laughs> uh, you earned a university degree. You never earned a university degree. And it was your preference to be called Dr. Angelo by people outside of your family and close friends. Was that because, like a real doctor, your poetry is bad, like medicine? Uh -huh. 
That's all I got for her. Okay, uh, Marilyn Monroe. You spent most of your childhood in foster homes in an orphanage, and you married at the age of 16. Was it your brother? Because I don't see an issue with that. If it wasn't your brother, it's fine with me. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about like when you stumbled and found yourself on that air vent with the air coming up at you. And it's New York City. It's dirty. Was it just like so you could get closer to all like the herpes of New York City just blowing up from the train? <laughs> You're saying what? <laughs> Oh, go off for Helen taking a nap. And then I'll <laughs> final roasting Lucille. Uh, you were nominated for 13 Primetime Emmy Awards and you only won four. Do you think it was because like, you had a migraine or a period or one of those? Um, <laughs> you said you cannot teach someone comedy. Either they have it or they don't. So, like, who have you been trying to take classes from? Flappers. And then my final burn for you is you were a, you said you were a communist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yet, in that scene with the candies. You ate every single one of them, and you didn't share them with anyone. Guys, I'm Cleopatra, thank you so much. Go off for me. Wow, keep it going for Lady Gaga. I was like a, a Kardashian tried ASMR. I love you. You were laughing before I even said it. I love it. Uh, uh, coming up next, uh, it's a famous poet. It's a famous uh, poet, singer, and civil rights activist. It's Maya Angelou, which I believe is French for mayonnaise. Give it up for Maya Angelou! Thank you, Miracle Whip. Now, as the only author on this dais, I figured I would write everyone a poem. We'll start with Anne Frank. Anne Frank's story's so wrong, trapped in a little room like an R. Kelly song. I know your story more than just in passing. So sad you died without an orgasm. Terrible war, I wish we could stop it so you could grow up and work at Hot Topic. <laughs> war had one silver lining with everyone hiding. There was no one to tell you your teeth need whitening. <laughs> teeth all fighting to be in the front, but some are skittish. <laughs> you should have told the Secret Service that you were British. 
don't all. Otherwise, I'll know you don't understand good poetry. <laughs> Next is for Helen Keller and Anne Sullivan. For you two, I've gone and written haikus for you. Helen, is this a haiku? Your blind and deaf ass don't know. Just try not to die. Ann Sullivan, you're robbing her, huh? I know all white women steal. <laughs> Ain't mad at you, though. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm a doctor. All right, next is Cleopatra. Cleopatra over here. Cleopatra. Cleopatra, so fine, she sparkles. Last African royalty until Meghan Markle. Honestly, that's all I know. To be honest, I prefer Cleopatra Jones. Thank you, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you. Give it up for Harriet Tubman, everyone. Harriet Tubman, fellow, fellow sister on the dais. Choo-choo, this train don't stop. You're a girl who makes me look hot. Look like a gorilla, face folded like Manila. Pussy look like it's infected with salmonella. Freed the slaves on a train underground. That's where her ancestors, the mole people, are found. Iron will, you look a fright. You're who I'd have back me up in a fight. Thank you, thank you. All right, I see she's not here, but I've still uh, prepared a poem for Eleanor Roosevelt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they paid me for 10, I wrote 10. <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt. Girl, I heard you're secretly gay, and you loved Franklin like he was a 90-day fiance. Got his money with White House access to boot. That's really good for someone who's not that cute. Strange that that fantasy bubble didn't pop, because the only dick you wanted was Lorena's hickok. <laughs> that would have been better if y'all knew history. Thank you. <laughs> Her mistress, go home and Wikipedia it. Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart, thank you. Where, oh, where is Amelia? Gone. Her credit, her relevancy, gone. Why do we care what happened to someone who can't fly a plane? She probably ended up battered and deep fried all at the side of Cheddar Bay. You're forever deep sea fishing. And here I thought we only cared when cute white women went missing. Amelia Earhart, everybody. We can't forget Marilyn Monroe. Give it up for Marilyn Thank Monroe, you. everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Marilyn Monroe, beautiful girl from her head to her toes with a nice little mole showing where your dick goes. 
what are you even famous for? We all fucked a Kennedy, I rocked Teddy's car. We both did sex work, but I'm about class. You are Kim Kardashian without the ass. Oh no, you didn't, bitch. I think I did. Fine, I'll give it up for Lucille Ball. Oh, you think you're funny, bitch? You think this is a game? Taking a brown man and seasoning him with your white tears till he makes you explain. You think this is funny? You think you're cute? Stuffing your mouth full of chocolate balls, those aren't for you. I see you through you, Lucille. I see through your lies. Cause Vitamita Vegemin goes straight to your thighs. And that's going to do it for me. Thank you very much. I am a doctor. I appreciate it. Let's hear it for Black Shell Silverstein. Uh, our next roaster is actually one of my absolute heroes. Uh, starting in 1951, when she produced I Love Lucy, she became a pioneer in television, went on to be the very first woman to own and operate a major television studio. And to answer the question, yes, the curtains match the alcoholism. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage Lucille Ball. Anyways, anyways, uh, 
<laughs> Marilyn Monroe's here, a woman famous for standing on an air vent while wind blows up her dress. Sorry if that joke's not good. It was a first draft. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's hard to follow a poet. <laughs> it is. Because, you know, it's just like, oh, you got to think about real stuff. Why does the... <laughs> Why does the caged bird sing? Because that's how they talk, okay? They don't have options. It's not like, they're, oh, yeah, no, he's talking. He's not singing. It's in a cage. He just wants some food. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, oh, yeah, uh, so I do... Uh, oh, Deaf Comedy Jam is here. <laughs> for them okay oh man okay oh so I, I i'm still writing my set while i'm working on it man i'm such a hard working lady um but my pen it's so cool it, it turns into an airplane isn't that so cool amelia here you go you can have that I, I, can't, I can't even believe she's here because she's so bad at parking. Uh, uh, okay. So, yeah, okay. Um, oh, dang it. I forgot to put my, my, my famous makeup on, my red lipstick. Ricky! Is that how you say it? Ricky, 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 get here, Ricky. I know he's white, but he's the closest I could find. I'm so sorry. It's fine to, there, thank you, thank you for bringing my pen. Hi, Ricky, can you please turn your fucking phone off? Okay, okay, I didn't mean to swear. I'm a, Lu Lucille Ball is a nice, lovely lady who's not mean behind the scenes. Uh, okay, put my makeup on for me, thank you. Ricky? How does it look? I don't know what you said, but how dare you? Keep it going for Ricky. Okay. So, oh my God. This is a long night. I don't know why I keep agreeing to do these. Uh, I'm like, seriously, like, I'm like, if there's any video footage, I was like, well, I can't make fun of Harriet Tubman or it'll never work in SNL. Uh, so, okay. 
Okay, whoops, delete that too. Okay, so <laughs> it's fine, it's cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm a communist. And <laughs> which is like true, but then they tried to like cover it up. So they had Ricky come out before one of the shows, the tapings, and they had Ricky go like, just so you guys know, she's not a communist. Like the only thing read about Lucy is her hair. Right? Yeah. And even that's not legitimate, he said. And I'm like, thanks, Ricky. Uh, I said, thanks, Ricky. You've, you've got some mansplaining to do. <laughs> some mansplaining. Well, that was... <laughs> it was it's, it's good. It's just not, like, funny. Uh, <laughs> where were, this is like an open mic. Okay. It's like a weird open mic. Oh my God, okay. So yeah, I died with my best friend, Ethel Alcohol. Um, <laughs> and then, oh yeah, uh, I am a communist, Bernie 2020, uh, <laughs> which is like a burn for everyone, it's nice. Uh, okay, and I'll leave with this. So yeah, I was, uh, I became the first woman to run a major television studio. Uh, which produced many popular television shows, including Star Trek. Can you believe it? I'm responsible for Star Trek. And I was reading up on what Star Trek was about. <laughs> and one of the phrases they have is to boldly go where no man has gone before. And I'm like, yeah, men have gone. They've done. Uh, in order to go where someplace a man hasn't gone, they had to go to fucking space. <laughs> all right, you guys, thanks so much for having me. Keep it going for all the comedians! Let's hear it for Lucille Ball. Your makeup still looks better than mine. <laughs> One more? No. Uh, excited to bring up our next roaster. Uh, she uh, truly saved lives. I mean, this in the course of 13 different trips from the south to the north, she freed over 70 slaves and then was the very first woman to lead a rebellion that liberated over 700 slaves. Please welcome to the stage Harriet Tubman. I don't have any jokes for Helen Keller. How am I gonna roast a bitch that God clearly made as a joke? I don't think so. <laughs> no. She can't fucking hear me anyway. And just slap her in the face just to get to the idea, okay? <laughs> Amelia Earhart is here. She found her way. I'm surprised. I gave her perfect directions, but you never know with this bitch. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Amelia Earhart's shitty at flying. <laughs> She's so shitty. I haven't seen piloting that bad since 9-11, uh, since I think it was. It was the last time I saw shitty flying that bad. Too soon, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you're only here because you crashed your plane. You're only here because you fucked up. Helen Keller's only here because God fucked up. Like, that's what's... Not my peers. Maya Angelou, you black bitch. Uh, <laughs> you, wrote a, you wrote a book called I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. Uh, is it because more people read Twilight than any of your shitty poems? Is that why? <laughs> is that why? 
<laughs> yeah, Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou was uh, she was sexually assaulted back when hashtag Me Too was hashtag Excuse me. That was um, <laughs> stop, nigga. Um, <laughs> it's rude. Um, yeah. Your rapist only spent one day in jail, which is astonishing, because he didn't even have a swimming scholarship to Stanford. I didn't know it was floored. I couldn't believe it. He couldn't even swim, this nigga. He was, he was murdered. He, was, he died four days later after they let him out. And a lot of people think that your uncles murdered him, but I think that you bored him to death with one of your shitty poems. <laughs> I freed the slaves. I walked hundreds of miles to free the slaves. I walked so MLK could march. MLK marched so that Maya Angelou could run. And Maya ran so that Kanye West could take all of our hard work and throw it in the fucking trash. Uh, <laughs> slavery was a choice. Nigga, say that to my face, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, Marilyn Monroe is here. <laughs> Somebody tell her I'm not Eartha Kitt. Um, <laughs> I know Who? that. Oh, shh. <laughs> Eat more pills. Um, <laughs> I know that back in the day you had a vicious rivalry with Elizabeth Taylor to see who could fuck up the most marriages. It was, uh, she got eight divorces, you had three divorces, but I'm going to score you at four because you also fucked up JFK's marriage. So it's <laughs> another point to you. How fucking humiliating for Madam First Lady Jackie Onassis to have to listen to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Why do you sing that song like you still have JFK's load in your mouth? <laughs> fucking spit or swallow. I'm not saying that you're a shitty actress, but Helen Keller went to go see one of your movies and ask for her money back. I'm not saying you had shitty. <laughs> You're dressed like a pilgrim. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not saying that you had shitty marriages, but you've been hit more times than Helen Keller playing paintball. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, sit down. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying you're a whore, but there's so many bumps on your pussy. Helen Keller thought she was reading the Bible. <laughs> God, you eat pills like it's your job. Specifically, Lucille's job, eating chocolate in the factory. Just fucking pump them all in your mouth. You know, Marilyn and Frank might have survived if she was as good at hiding her family as you are at hiding pills, bruises, and miscarriages. <laughs> she had a bad life. <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt is not here because uh, she's fucking stupid. <laughs> Seriously, how fucking stupid. Your husband cheated on you, he was in a wheelchair. How do you not notice some other bitch just roll your man away? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> fucking idiots. Uh, Anne Frank, your shitty book made me glad I never learned how to read. Um, <laughs> Lucille Ball, you mouthy fire crotch, you. Uh, <laughs> You proved, you know, that women don't have to be pretty to be successful. It was astonishing. Good for you. Uh, Marilyn proved you don't have to be talented to be successful. You know what? Fuck these hoes. That's what's up. 
You guys both worked hard, though. You're actresses in a male-dominated field in a really misogynistic time in our country. You had a lot of hard work. You had to know when to hold them and when to fold them. You had to know when to roll them and when to cradle them. You had to know when to spit and when to swallow. It was hard work. These bitches made it through. Cleopatra, welcome. You fucked your own brothers and you killed them. Uh, you're worse at playing fuck, Mary kill than John Bonet Ramsey's dad. <laughs> you're so shitty. Historians say that you were one of the most beautiful women whose parents were brother and sister. Like, <laughs> seriously. Out of all the deformed incest retards, you were by far the most fuckable. It was <laughs> astonishing. You had six kids. Your pussy is such a tragedy that Maya Angelou's gonna write a shitty poem about it. <laughs> it wasn't good, it wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> your parents were brother and sister. Helen Keller is what you should have been. Like, how did you wind up like this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cleopatra, I don't wanna say, I don't wanna say that your pussy is sandy, but it's wearing a spacesuit and it lives next to SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm Harriet Tubman. Oh, keep it going for Aaron Brockovich, everybody. What could have been? These next roasters, uh, one of them is deaf and blind, and that didn't stop her from becoming an activist. And together with her teacher, Ann Sullivan, they were the original Jay and Silent Bob. Give it up for Helen Keller and Ann Sullivan. Maybe not. the first person to call me a miracle worker, but mostly he would call me a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I met Helen when she was an uncontrollable six-year-old child. She became deaf and blind before the age of two due to scarlet fever. Thankfully for her other sense and sharpen, such as taste, touch, and scent. Helen, please. to teach Helen, I learned that when Helen had poor behavior, a piece of candy would calm her down. And as you can see, she was a bad, 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 very bad girl. Oh. 
I soon switched to a splash of water to her face. All right, the women here tonight have had a lot of firsts and achieved amazing things. For example, Anne Frank, a teenage girl whose first and only book was translated into 70 languages. Anne actually had two sets of her books, a copy that was carefully edited and is now considered a classic in wartime literature and the original version where her and her older sister would pass the time by playing a very, a very quiet game of fuck, marry, or kill. It sucks going on after everybody else. I wanna fuck, marry, kill! Please, Helen, stop. I wanna fuck, marry, kill! I wanna fuck! I wanna fuck! <laughs> of course, Amelia Earhart was the first woman and second person to fly solo across the Atlantic. And she was in fact a friend of Eleanor Roosevelt's, and uh, uh, who was not only the first lady, but often referred to as the first lady of the world. She, she uh, once went to a spontaneous uh, dinner uh, with uh, uh, Amelia Earhart uh, after a White House situation, and they went for a nighttime flight through the stars, which was code back then for they scissored each other in the Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> yes, scissor sisters, you're right. Of course, Amelia Earhart, uh, I told you that part, and uh, here's the thing. <laughs> is people do think that Amelia was a lesbian and uh, due to her uh, penchant for wearing men's trousers, her masculine trait of not stopping to ask for directions, and the fact that she tried to circumnavigate the globe, lost radio contact, and crashed into the Pacific, all so she would never have to fuck her husband again. Other historians claim uh, that uh, she wasn't a lesbian and she didn't do, well, they, she didn't like coffee or tea, uh, but she did like starting her day off by doing a rail of coke off her navigator's cock. Tubman, uh, she was known as the Moses of her people, where she led them out of enslavement using codes and phrases uh, from the Underground Railroad like a bundle of wood for people who were expected to come that night. And no, Marilyn, we're not talking about the Kennedy brothers. <laughs> All right, Harriet Tubman was also the first woman of color to serve in the military. <laughs> Maya Angelou had a lot of firsts, most notably uh, the first African-American woman to recite a poem at a presidential inauguration uh, about wigs and weaves. <laughs> <laughs> Helen would like now to pay an homage to Maya, and she would like to recite Maya Angelou's masterpiece known as Unbelievable. First of all, I don't see color. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. What? 
my secret beautiful weave. Right. Uh, by the way, Helen does have a, a Patreon if you would like to donate to Helen's one-woman show where she is going to read the selected, uh, selected works of Mao Tung, only if to keep her busy and away from the candy. All right. on YouTube! Okay. Okay. The American comedian Lucille Ball also had a lot of firsts. She was the first woman to head a major television production company, had many nicknames including the first lady of television, the queen of comedy, and as any woman in charge in the 1950s through the 80s was called Cunty Face McFuckhore. <laughs> really hurts my feelings, Helen. <laughs> All right. Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball were TV's first interracial couple. Uh, she went from marrying a band leader to marrying a stand-up comedian. That's the same lateral move as marrying a magician and then leaving him to fuck a juggler. Thank you very much. Good night. Let's hear for Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah, you are not going to be on SNL after this one. Helen Keller and Ann Sullivan are like the peanut butter and jelly of blind people. I loved you guys in The Three Blind Mice. This is a fun fact. I don't know if you guys know this. No one's addressed this. Ann Sullivan was also blind. Ann Sullivan was also blind, which answers the age-old question of what happens when the blind lead the blind. <laughs> Apparently, you write 12 books, become a civil rights activist, and change the world. That's what we should be doing, just pairing up blind people. <laughs> Shove two of them out, see what happens. You have, I have no fucking clue what you're saying, and I'm standing next to you. That's very true. She's met, she's met 12 presidents. She's met... Whatever, I fucked like 19. Yeah, I, I would... Can we get drinks up here? Or pills? <laughs> Are you guys ready for your final roaster of this evening? No. Our, uh, our next roaster wrote a very famous diary that we all read, which feels like a terrible invasion of privacy. Uh, she and her family hid from the Nazis from 1942 to 1944 in an attic in Amsterdam. She was then arrested. She was brought to Auschwitz and then transferred over to Bergen-Belsen, where unfortunately she passed away in 1945 from what they believe is typhus. Oddly, a lot of people get our next guest confused with Helen Keller. Which is weird, because if Anne Frank was deaf and blind, how would she have known she was in the attic? She 
I understood that one. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Anne Frank. Guys, be nice to me. I've been through so much. <laughs> Dear Diary. Wow, I saw Eddie and Ryan's outfits. I didn't know anyone could be scarier than Hitler. <laughs> Can you guys just let women have one thing, like being a woman? <laughs> Dear Diary, <laughs> I don't know anything about anyone here because I was trapped in an attic for my whole life, but like the smart little Jewish girl that I am, I did my homework. <laughs> Harriet, you drunk sloppy bitch. <laughs> Harriet Tubman, or as I like to call you, Harriet Tubby. <laughs> what can I say about you that hasn't already been said by your former slave owners? <laughs> you claim to have saved 70 slaves with the Underground Railroad, but in America, that's really only 42 and three-fifths people. <laughs> All jokes aside, Harriet, you were a heroine meaning Marilyn Monroe was probably addicted to you. <laughs> Maya Angelou, unimpressed. <laughs> I wrote one unfinished book when I was 14 and it's outsold all your books combined. <laughs> I guess that really does prove that Jews run Hollywood. <laughs> you are best friends with Oprah Winfrey because even the most powerful woman in the world needs a comparison friend. <laughs> Seriously, you're the world's most overrated writer. I mean, since me. <laughs> I mean, Oprah's book club, easy. Try getting on Schindler's List. <laughs> Dear Diary. <laughs> Ooh, who's next? Amelia Earhart. <laughs> You're like the female Ghostbusters remake of Pilots. Women were really counting on you to be good, but you totally sucked. <laughs> and yes, I was trapped in an attic, but you were trapped in a closet. <laughs> Amelia tried to do what only men had done before her, and she made it about 70% of the way. <laughs> What does it say about the feminist movement that our greatest pilot got lost forever? <laughs> Honestly, I'd feel getting it, I'd, <laughs> it's been a long night. <laughs> Honestly, I'd feel safer getting in a vehicle with Helen Keller driving. <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt, I know you're not here, but I did my homework and I need the extra credit. <laughs> Eleanor, you're so ugly, even Helen Keller can't look at you. <laughs> You are our longest serving first lady and by far the oldest looking. <laughs> your nickname growing up was Granny because you were plain and boring because your pussy smelled. <laughs> Shut up, Chumbawamba. <laughs> you suffered from depression your whole life. Try living in an attic, you dumb bitch. <laughs> okay. Dear Diary. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Helen, kill her. Please, somebody, put her out of her misery. <laughs> put us out of her misery. <laughs> I can say whatever I want, because I know she can't hear me. <laughs> I died at 14, and I lived so much longer than you, but I'm certain we had the same amount of sex. <laughs> Helen, you were blind, deaf, and mute. Between the two of us, I think you should have been the one stuck in an attic. <laughs> Helen, we are both known for our work as authors. I wrote The Diary of Anne Frank, and you wrote... <laughs> Anne Sullivan, I left you out of my jokes because I'm just doing what history has already done to you. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> oops, <laughs> yes. Who has done more for the female empowerment movement except maybe every woman ever? <laughs> the mole on your face is so big, I wish I hid behind it. <laughs> You know, Marilyn, we really have a lot in common. You're an addict, I'm stuck in one. <laughs> you know, you were the star of Some Like It Hot, which is also a movie about how I died. <laughs> Honestly though, why are you even here? The most important thing you ever did was John F. Kennedy. <laughs> oh, sorry, I meant both Kennedys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're a whore, haha, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dear Diary, <laughs> Lucille's got balls. I love Lucy. Three words your husband never said to you. <laughs> yeah, that's it for you. Cleopatra. They said that you love to make a big entrance, which is also the name of your pussy. <laughs> You're the product of incest, you married your cousin, you were the most powerful woman in Egypt, and the film about you was the most expensive of all time. Are you sure you're not Jewish? <laughs> Dear Diary, <laughs> these are supposedly the best women of all time, and I'm just confused, because they suck more dick than Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Wow, feels like I can't end on that, but, um, you know, yes, Peter and I may have been stuck in an attic together, Cleopatra, and if I could go back in time, I'd do it again. I also can't end on that, and, um, okay, this has been really fun. I'm Anne Frank. <laughs> Keep it going for Anne Frank, everybody. Guys, big round of applause for all your roasters. Kim McVicker as Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Kate Quigley as Marilyn Monroe. Annie Parody as Cleopatra. Maggie May as Maya Angelou. Andy Erickson as Lucille Ball. Alice Hamilton as Harriet Tubman. Jessica Wellington as Helen Keller, and of course, Felicia Michaels as Annie Sullivan. 
and Liam Lamar as Anne Frank. Big round of applause for all your roasters tonight. We have so many people to thank for five years. We want to thank every venue, every promoter, every booker, everybody who's ever produced and helped had us on their show. Thank you so much. A huge thank you to our producer, Sammy Junio. You guys never see them. They're in the back supporting everything that we do. We're going to be back here this Saturday at 12 noon in the main room with a very special historical roast of the Ultimate Warrior right before they do a wrestling match in the main room. Very much so. I absolutely agree. So we'll be here this weekend, this Saturday at 12 in the main room. And we're back here Wednesday night, December 18th at 10.30 for Fictional Roast. Who are we roasting? It's the Fictional Roast of Santa Claus. So make sure you guys are here. Yeah, it's going to be very Christmassy. Where are you guys going? We have to take a photo. Don't leave they yet. Don't... don't leave. Where are yeah. we going? Do they even know they're leaving? Helen. <laughs> Helen, you're still in the room. Guys, thank you so much for five years. Thank you for tonight. Thank this you. is Ryan Pig. This is Eddie Firth. This has been Historical Roast. Teaching herstory a lesson. Thank have you. Have a great night, guys. Thank you so much. Let's do it.